magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. Oh, no more fun of any kind in Indiana politics and government. And that means you out there in listener land. 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey. Saren. Casey, did you see what our old overachievers down the street from us at the General <laughs> Assembly are up to now? I did see that. They apparently are not a fan of artificial intelligence. So Okay, so you've got the totally out of control property taxes. You got gas taxes that are crippling people. You got a billion dollars screw up with Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just uh, you got the leap thing that's a total disaster. You got third graders who can't read. Yeah, million. You know, uh, uh, the people are just. I mean, just up in arms over all sorts of things. Multiple gas taxes. Uh, are they fixing any of that stuff? No. The uh, the big time winners down there at 200 West Washington Street. They're focusing on making sure. You can't meme them with artificial intelligence. That's right. You'd be in big trouble because you've done this, Rob Uh, Kendall. Yes, this is crazy because, so remember last year when we did the, uh, my wife actually did the, and we presented them at a night with WIBC Mm -hmm. and they were a huge hit where she took, and I have no idea how the AI stuff works, but she's a computer whiz. And so she took people we've given nicknames to... On this program, whether it's Duke of Spendingburg, Rod and Todd the Flanders Boys, High Tax Holcomb, and she created clearly funny, yep. uh, you know, made in humor, artificial intelligence based on the descriptions that we give them on this show. Yeah, and she took all those keywords, plugged it into AI, and it popped out a meme or a picture of them. Well, now, Casey, uh, the 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 lords and lordesses at the Indiana General <laughs> Assembly have said, we can't have anyone having any fun at our expense in the House of Representatives on a unanimous vote. So now it is bipartisan mm-hmm. in terms of the complete lack of uh, fun and frivolity that you're allowed to have as a human being, uh, passed a bill Thursday, um, which they describe as aiming to add protections for political-based ads and communications. Mm-hmm. WLFI has the full story. And uh, <laughs> it defines fabricated media as pieces that were inaccurately altered without the consent of the candidate or that were created using artificial intelligence. Yep. So that means, I guess... The little fun we had where we created the artificial intelligence of Spendingberg and High Tax Holcomb, we may now have committed, if this passes the Senate, a uh, felonious act of some sort. It's it's a good thing you did that before House Bill 1133 was passed, <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure if this counts because you weren't, you were... You, well, your wife made the ad, made the pictures, right? Yeah. But you weren't using them as attack ads against... Uh, Opponent. But I was about to. Oh, were you? Oh, well, I, I was. Don't know. We got to figure it out. Yeah, let's go to the WIBC hotline. Our old friend Chris Bilbrey, he has a very fabulous uh, podcast. You can find it on YouTube. It's called The Political Spotlight. He joins us now. Okay, Bilbrey, you're a memer. You're an artificial intelligence guy. It's, uh, well, they just don't like us, and the General Assembly's taking it out on anyone who has any fun at their expense. What say you? Oh yeah, this is this is really gross. This just continues in the General Assembly's uh, 
recession this year where they're doing what they can to protect themselves and insulate them from the regular humans out here uh, in Indiana, and it's just absolutely disgusting. Yeah, so we were, as we were talking about, th- this thing is, and they do this all the time at the General Assembly, where they write these things, Casey, where mm-hmm. they're so vague that you have no idea what is a, a crime? What is a good humor? And it basically, Bilberry, and you, you know, you can speak to this. They make it so that if they don't like you, they can come at you. If they do like you, they can go. Ha, 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 look at that person. That's funny. Yeah, and that's that. That is absolutely true. The other issue here, and the biggest issue you mentioned this is, it's not talking about uh, AI across the board. Because let's face it, I'm kind of scared of this whole AI thing and where we might be going. But this bill, eleven thirty three, there's also a bill in the Senate, Senate Bill Seven, and they almost mirror each other. They are not talking about Hoosiers across the board. They specifically say candidates, Mm -hmm. then there's an amendment in the bill that says it also relates to any political figure once elected. It's basically all year round. You cannot do this to a public official. And if you do it and they take you to court, it gets special treatment in the court. But that's not all. They have put this in as an emergency because they want this to be in effect before the election season this year. Okay, so so real quick, and I know Casey wants to hop in here, but that's important because normally, Casey, Mm -hmm. when a bill's passed, July 1st is the the start date. Like, they don't start it right away. They give implementation time, government agencies. You're saying, Bilberry, that they said, no, 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 upon passing, so uh, uh, undesirables in the primary can't have any fun at our expense. Absolutely. All right. Chris Bilby from Political Spotlight is joining us. So this bill says that it includes audio, images, video, texts, and mailers. And this is the question in which a reasonable person could not recognize that it was AI generated. Who is to determine what a reasonable person can and cannot recognize? They're actually making a law that says you must have common sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I generally would like that. And I I agree that we need to have common sense. And I I would like if our elected officials, specifically at the state house, would have common sense. The problem is, you know, I don't I don't trust any of them to really know what a reasonable human is, uh, because I've not found uh, any reasonable humans out of the nearly 100, 150 (laughs) of of the state house and state Senate uh, officials. Uh, Chris Bilbrey, our guest, Political Spotlight is his podcast. You can find him on on YouTube. We're talking about this House Bill uh, 1133, which basically says if you have any fun at a politician's expense using artificial intelligence, they can now throw the book at you and you'll end up potentially like like, uh, Ernest T. Bass and spend the weekend uh, in in the county lockup. Okay, so this passed the House unanimously. It goes to the Senate... Are, you think the Senate's going to take this up? I mean, are we facing the fact that by March I might my, my I could be in big trouble here, Bilberry? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a- absolutely. I think that that's going to happen. I, I really see nobody fighting this, and uh, I, it's going to be a 
a lot quicker than March, honestly, uh, is what my fear is. And, you know, people need to understand, you know, think think about all of the mailers that go out where they kind of put people next to each other. And, uh, you know, anyone that like I create thumbnails for all of our videos, we put out videos five nights a week. And each night I put up these thumbnails. Now I'm not putting anyone in, I'm not doing anything vulgar or doing anything crazy. I imagine there probably people are, and there are laws already in place to stop people from, you know, doing wildly slanderous things. But, you know, this is just really scary because like I said, who gets to decide what too far is? I guarantee you there are elected officials that don't like some of the things that I've already done. And now what we have to do is we have to put, in, in order to, to uh, be in compliance with the law, some kind of disclaimer in, in on these things that says, hey, you know, this is political satire. Apparently, if you're not intelligent enough to know, this is satire. I promise you, if they make me put a disclaimer on my material, they're not going to like the disclaimer. (laughs) You must disclose this is a joke. So, Chris, uh, Representative Julie Oltoff of Crown Point said that the downside with the AI is that people can't decipher what is real and what is fabricated. So this sounds like they're trying to curtail deep fakes, but in reality, it's almost a way of regulating what goes on the Internet and everywhere else and also regulate free speech. Yep, absolutely. And and they're doing a lot of that at the state house this year. It's not just with this bill. There are several others that they're trying to regulate free speech. And it is, it is a concern specifically re- regulate free speech when it applies to them as elected officials or candidates. And that's my problem. Yeah. So real quick, let's touch on that before I let you go. Chris Bilbrey from the Political Spotlight is our guest. Originally, we were going to have him on a, but to talk about this, but then this artificial intelligence thing popped up. So you're, uh, you're as Hammer would describe it, you're Euchre buddy, uh, your longtime uh, arch nemesis, J.D. Prescott. He's a, a state representative. He's actually your state representative uh, up there in Delaware County is um, he's at it again. He's they they've I think they've run this through the House, haven't they, Bill? It's already passed this yep. bill on decorum at public meetings. Uh, tell us what's going on with that. Well, it's uh, House Bill 1338, and again, they're attempting to insulate themselves from the regular citizens. They are, I guess, in a way, trying to make themselves a special class by, again, saying, you know, you can't say these things. You can't redress your government. You know, I heard you say long ago, Rob, when you were elected, you would let the people come up and say whatever they wanted to say to you in their time limit, the the one or two times a month. And I've always respected that about you. But these elected officials across the board, now this is not just state government, this is local officials as well. They are afraid of being redressed by the 10 or 15 people that show up a month and they are now crying and they want to be able to put new laws in place of all, you know, we already have laws in place. If you cross the line and break the law, the police can already handle that. Now we want to make untrained elected officials like the feelings police, and if their feelings are hurt in meetings, they now get to possibly trespass you and make you quite possibly a a felon 
or, or you know, at least charge you with a misdemeanor because you are redressing your government in a way that they don't like. You know, that's why I like Bill Bree because he understands all that I gave to the people, Casey, uh-huh. when I was an elected official. <laughs> yes. and, but he's right. I mean, yeah. Chris, you're right. People said horrific, awful things about me, and I would just sit there because there's nothing more – uh, the best get back is for someone to be physically shaking in anger at a podium and you just sit there and smile at yeah. them. And they can't do it, Chris. They can't do it. They can't handle it. No, that's, that is very true. There, it's, there, it's a weaker mind and a weaker constitution of people, I think, in the last uh, several years, and it's just getting worse. All right, Chris Bilbrey, the political spotlight. You can find him on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Keep us up to date on this. We'll have you back soon uh, when the ACLU sues these guys because this thing is going to 100% head to court. All right. Thanks, Chris. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Don't let me down. <laughs> 20 minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It was done without taxpayer money, Rob. A new youth sports complex oh, is planned. Boy. In your beloved Brownsburg. Oh, my goodness, Casey. This is, um, you know, I'm loath to take a victory lap on anything, but mm-hmm. this is um, this is a great one for me, and it's a great one for um, all the people who are willing to challenge stupid public, proposed public policy and say, the private sector can take care of this if you allow. So this was before you got here, Casey. This is mm-hmm. when the other blonde lady was here. Uh, the just wizards of infinite mega intellect who run that little hellhole I live in on the west side where if you need a a warehouse or a single family housing high density single family housing unit that's the place for you Uh, they came up with this grandiose idea that they were going to spend 20 plus million dollars not on roads or bridges or sidewalks or public utility or anything that might benefit the the masses no they had decided they were going to build a bunch of of, uh, little league fields um, that people who live outside of the town were going to come play on at no cost and the town taxpayers were going to pay for that. And some of us had raised our hands and said, um, that doesn't really seem like a great use of our money. While we love kids playing Little League and softball, maybe the people who, I don't know, use that non-vital non-government service should pay for that rather than the government and the taxpayers of the town paying for it. And oh boy, Casey was called uh, all the, the usual things, the ist and the phobe and the you hate kids and there's no way this can happen without the private sector and the this. And it's just old hat for me. It just water off a duck's back at this point. And thankfully, after immense public pressure, in large part thanks to this radio show that produced hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of phone calls and emails to those intellectual mega giants who ran the town at the time, they reversed course and mm-hmm. they scrapped those plans. And boy, what do you know, Casey, yesterday, big announcement, the Little League and softball have teamed up and they've bought that same land that they wanted the town to buy before. And well, here we go. They're, they're going to do it on their own, as we said they could, if you made them do it. Without public money. You're like the Incredible Hulk, right? You just hulked out and you saved the taxpayers $21 million. Yeah, but you see this all the time, Casey. And this is part of the conversation that went on in uh, Westfield with Grand Park, which the government admitted there has been a... Now, they didn't use colossal disaster, but the fact that they're trying to get rid of it or were trying to get rid of it showed they couldn't make money on it. The public sector, the government, 
has no business being in things that don't benefit everyone. And there's actually a really small, really, really, really small, especially on a municipal level, things that benefit everyone. Roads benefit everyone. Sidewalks benefit everyone. Bridges benefit everyone. Public utility benefits everyone. Um, There's very few things. And then they get involved in all these things that don't actually benefit everyone. And it's always under the guise of, well, if you don't do this, then you fill in the blank. And so in the case with the Little League thing, if you're not for spent, by the way, it costs more than Victory Field. What they were proposing costs more than what it costs to build Victory Field. And then if you raised your hand and said, that seems like a really bad use of taxpayer money. Well, you were all the things. But the proof in this, because this happens in these communities all over central Indiana, there's even one up in Kokomo. Well, if you, the pools and the aquatic centers mm-hmm. and the little league fields and the rec centers, <laughs> the government's involved in all these things and it has no business being involved in them whatsoever. And if you just make people do things on their own, if you say to them, well, if, if the public really wants this this bad, you'll find people who will put the capital in because Casey people like to make money. It will happen. And if the public really doesn't want it, then it won't. And that's okay. Now, you said it would cost more than Victory Field. Is it because they've got 100 acres as part of this, so it's a bigger parcel of land? Well, when the Or go- is it because of the whole complex, all of the things that they want to put on it? Well, here's the interesting thing. So now, so there's two parts to this. They have purchased the land or have a contract or are in contract to purchase the land. They do not have the money yet to build the fields. And their target estimate, I was told, was now between nine and eleven million. Why? Because they have to do it on their own. So all these extras that they were throwing in, mm-hmm. all these special things, when it was the government paying for it, apparently those have now been scrapped, and now we have to scrutinize every expenditure. What do we actually need to accomplish our thing? What do we? What, what is actually vital to this project? All of the things that weren't. So that tells you how much waste was actually in the project. We've somehow gone from 21 to 9 to 11. So that tells you, as we said, there's about $13 million, 10 to $13 million worth of waste that was in that project, which has now gone the way of the dinosaur. Kudos to these people, the softball and the Little League, for doing this. And I understand these people like Drew Storen, who's a mm-hmm. former professional baseball player, is throwing a few coins at it and, and others. And that's great. Um here is my offer, and I have actually extended this. I have a friend who's on the Little League board, and he remains my friend, even though many of the people there hate me because they didn't get this for free and had to work for it. Here is my offer I've extended um, to the Little League, Casey, and you tell me if this seems fair. Um, I will be the greatest spokesman for this that the Little League could possibly have because no one is more beloved in Brownsburg and in central Indiana than me. And I will uh, (laughs) gladly lend my name Uh to help them try to acquire funds to make this project a reality. Here is all that I ask, Casey. And you tell me if this seems very reasonable and fair because you know in life, Casey, my goal is to be reasonable and fair. Sure. All I'm asking for in exchange for lending my name and all the great things that come with that is a very public apology oh, from the Little League and the softball it? about all the vicious things many of the people said in those public meetings about me and on social media. And if I get that public apology, mm-hmm. I I think I'm all on board, Casey. Do you want the public apology from the uh, Little League complex or do you want it from the city of Brownsburg? Oh, no, no, no. The town of Brownsburg did the, did the okay. right thing and 
quash the project. The Little League and softball are really who owe me the apology. Okay. And so we'll see how bad they actually want to raise money for <laughs> this uh, for this project. I'm going to guess they don't want to raise it that bad. I don't think that you're going to get a Rob Kendall scoreboard <laughs> anytime soon. Maybe they'll name. Here's the other thing. Maybe they would name the field after me because let's, I mean, which uh, one? Because there's going to be multiple oh, fields. Right. Yeah, but you know, I'm thinking like the entrance, uh-huh. like the 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 entrance when you go in there. Uh, maybe like a like a plaque. Well, or you something. know, oh, okay. So this youth complex, it's going to include a main facility, obviously all of the different fields, yeah. baseball and softball fields. They're going to have concession buildings and then other amenities. It's going to be a giant little league baseball and softball complex. So, which when, is wonderful. Normally near the concession building, yeah. there's the bathroom. Oh yeah. And that's where I think your naming great. rights should the come Rob in. The Rob Kendall bathroom. Right. The Rob Kendall toilet. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. So does that seem like a reasonable thing? Because I had to endure and I was proven 100% correct. <laughs> By the way, somebody did the math. Yeah. Um, and they told me, they did the math and they believe between the pool, the, the city of Atlanta's aquatic center... <laughs> Uh, the Little League complex, the mm-hmm. rec center, mm-hmm. and then, of course, that awful referendum, and then all the taxes that I cut when I was an elected official. Yeah. An outside person has done the estimate that I have now saved Brownsburg taxpayers $200 million. That's amazing, and yet you're still not in the Brownsburg High School Hall of Fame. Isn't it? And those people are so petty that they removed me from the Wikipedia page about no- notable <laughs> uh, alumni. And that's reasonable, right? They owe they owe me an apology, f- and, and I'm really being the bigger person by agreeing to help them, right? Sure, sure. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. to your voicemails in just a second at 317-684-8444-1034 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So South Dakota Governor, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome, she's calling for an emergency joint session of legislature today to talk about the U.S.-Mexico border. She's uh, planned to schedule to talk at 2 p.m. today and she's going to uh, talk about it being a war zone. But there's something else about Christy Nome that you wanted to address well we've got uh, we'll get to the voicemails but we had to just do an emergency alert here and save (laughs) people from themselves uh there is a photo circulating on the internet Mm -hmm. of christy gnome at the southern border yeah and i hate to break this to millions of people who appear gullibly to be what is it what do the children call it kevin thirsty thirsting thirst <laughs> uh, simping and thirsty yeah mm-hmm. they this is not this is ai it's not actually christy gnome and it is really concerning that people are actually like all these comments mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of people are posting it so they're look christy gnome is a well-preserved woman she's beautiful and we got in the conversation because you and her are the same age which mm-hmm. one of you is more well-preserved mm-hmm. and then casey did the competitive woman thing where she busted out a photo of herself in a bikini mm-hmm. and was sticking it in our faces against our will which <laughs> we tried sure to push away um it is not the one the, the previous one i'd seen there's no. now a second bikini <laughs> photo yeah that has surfaced, mm-hmm. and you were trying to. I do look th- good, didn't I? Well, you did. You, yeah. you look great. You look great now. Yeah. But I mean, you don't look. You don't. 
you you don't have to get competitive with Christy Nome because that's not really Christy Nome. You were trying to be competitive no, no, no. with artificial intelligence. No, Casey. I, I was trying to make a point that you can tell that Christy Nome works out. Oh, well, because she's got biceps. But this that photo, are big, and this is why. And I think maybe that's the theme of our show today. We talked about this last segment. The value that I bring to everything I come in contact with, and. I think here we saw the value that I was able to look at this and decipher where someone like you was not, where mm-hmm. I am still able to, because of my 2010 vision. Have mm-hmm. I ever told that story, by the way? That you have 2010 vision? About my 20, about how good I did the last time I had an eye exam. I don't know if I've told that story before. I got all the way to the last Right, thing. the very bottom row. Like the, the guy who was giving the exam about fell out of his chair now, I couldn't read all of the letters down at the bottom, but I could read. I got, he's like, nobody gets to the, nobody makes it to the, the bottom of the thing. And, and you know, I'm very humble, and so I didn't want to take mm-hmm. a lot of, but my point of this is I'm able to see things yeah. that other people aren't, and artificial intelligence is still off just enough that if you look closely enough, you will see little things that don't make sense. So in this case, the body of, by the way, she has a belly piercing. Do you think the governor of South Dakota is out running around with a stud in her belly button. Come on, people. (laughs) Let's use a little bit of common sense here. But if you look very closely, the hands, Mm -hmm. and remember with AI, always look to the hands because AI hasn't quite figured out hands yet. The hands do not match the rest of the body. That is not actually Christy Nome. So your your wonderful vision is definitely one of your special gifts, Rob. And, you know, when you showed me the picture, when you forcibly yeah. put it in front of my face without me even wanting it there, and I had to view it, yeah. it does look very legit. So Christy Nome is an attractive woman to begin with, but this AI photo of her has her in a tank top, yeah. and she's wearing a sleeveless tank top shirt so you can see her arms and her big biceps and then you can see um her midsection where she has this belly piercing yeah and and i had commented wow she's she's beautiful i aspire to look that good yeah and you said that's not real let me show you the real picture and this is kev yes well i was gonna say i thought you didn't notice people's appearances so this uh, thank is, you thank yeah, you kevin this is uh kind of confusing to me yeah well, I, well, which is it rob no, okay you know you know how like, <laughs> you know how um and this is something i struggle with when you have you know in, in the, like the comic books and the and the and the marvel movies where these mm-hmm. people have these superpowers but they have to be really disciplined to only use those powers for good with with great power comes great responsibility exactly and so mm-hmm. i am very judicious i mean mm-hmm. i let's face it no one notices appearances quite like me but <laughs> i have over years of discipline uh-huh. trained myself not to notice people's appearances unless i see something that is affecting hundreds of thousands if not millions of people at this point and then i have to use those powers for good right. and then let's face it nobody can notice flaws in people's appearances quite like me. So you're using your your power of sight yeah. to point out the fact that there is a very lovely picture of Christy Nome that is circulating the internet, but it is a fake. Yeah, and if I'm Christy Nome and they made me look like that in AI, I think I'd just own it. Yeah. I would just say, no, that's real. I'm yeah. glad we have someone like you around because I always fall for pictures like these. Well, you I'm got a it. sucker for AI. You, here is the... <laughs> here is the, the world is getting scary. Here is the um, 
Here's the thing with this, though. No one on the Internet is real anymore. Have you noticed that? <laughs> We've had this conversation mm -hmm. before about even the people who aren't AI. It's the filter, and it's the this gram, and it's the, the little stars or birdies above their head mm -hmm. or what yeah. it's like and you said everybody looks cartoonish that nobody way. nobody looks real on the internet anymore your face does not look like that your face does absolutely not look like that i can promise you i don't know what your face exactly looks like because we never see your real face but it don't look like that so isn't that why <laughs> elon musk just decided to hire a hundred people in x to filter through all of the deep fakes because of what happened with Taylor Swift and the deep fake pornography pictures of her that are showing up online. Here's the crazy thing, though, about all of this. So we're um, we're laughing about this and having fun under that ridiculous bill that we talked with Bilbrey about mm -hmm. to start the hour. Mm -hmm. Somebody could do that like. I don't know, pick a woman, Suzanne Crouch. Yeah. Somebody could have created that body and put it on Suzanne Crouch. And now would you be guilty of a felonious act of some sort? If that I mean, bill passes, right. I mean, could you? I, I I don't know. I mean, she's running for public office. And if you made that, that meme, which is hilarious that people think that's what Christy Novak looks like. I mean, she's well-preserved for, for her age. But the actual photo, if you mm. see the, the actual photo... She looks fine, great, fine in that actual. She, but she's dressed like like she's at the border. But she's got clothes on that you would associate with a governor at the border. It also is an entire indi an indictment on our entire society that people think the now if she's a Democrat, all bets are off. But a Republican governor would dress like that at the border, and I can't get over that she has that stud belly button piercing, mm -hmm. and they think Christy Nome is rolling around with that sort of thing. Well, and you said it's an indictment on people. Uh, so here's a governor who's been standing for liberty in her state for quite a while. She goes down to the border, and what is the attention? It's her appearance. Yeah. Now and, here, and the the AI photos are what she's wearing. Here's the wild thing, though, Casey. Someone needs to make sure Trump knows that's AI because he might pick her just based on that <laughs> based photo. Based on that photo? Just based on that photo. Should we get just a couple of phone calls sure. or do we have to move along? Oh, yeah, let's, let's at least get to one as this is the voicemails segment. Okay. Uh, so earlier this morning, we were talking about Kurt Russell and how this interview with him and this very woke writer has reappeared. It was originally done in 2015, but it's resurfaced. And in the interview, Kurt Russell is sticking up for gun owners and especially gun owners, legal gun owners who want to protect themselves. And you had commented, why is Kurt Russell a thing? What has he been in? Who is he? What has he done? Somebody wanted to call and set you straight. Rob, Rob, Rob. I was listening to your comments about Kurt Russell a little while ago. Uh, you're a lot younger than I am. I'm almost 55. And Kurt Russell is actually pretty well known as a child actor before he even met Goldie Hawn. And he's been in a lot of really good movies. He's been the lead in a lot of movies. Yes, maybe not Godfather-related, but he's been in Big Trouble in Little China, Backdraft, The Thing, um, uh, you know, it's Escape from New York. I mean, there's been so many movies he's been in that are really, really good. Most of them are action. I give you that. But he's still a pretty good actor. And um, he's a fun guy from what I've read. And I think you need to give him a little more credit than you're giving him. But that's just my take. And also, you really need to listen to some John Williams. I know one day you didn't know who John Williams was and one of the greatest composers ever for movies. So anyway, just my two cents. Okay, so two things. One, that guy's voice, I'm good with voices too. His voice does not sound 55 years old. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it sounds 
Like, that's a relatively youthful-sounding voice. So kudos to that guy, whatever he's done to keep his vocal structure um, intact. <laughs> Two, mm -hmm. but that was the point that I made. His star power or the perception of his star power far eclipses Look at those movies he was naming. Escape from New York. Backdraft. L Little China. I mean, yeah. isn't isn't every year when the at Christmas time when the Academy releases the hundred greatest movies of all time? Doesn't it go Citizen Kane, Godfather, <laughs> Raging Bull, Overboard? And then, and, and, <laughs> I mean, that's the point I was making, though. If you got to go to Escape from New York and, mm -hmm. and Little China and Overdraft or Backdraft or Draft is way right out of the. <laughs> The industry. I mean, I, like, that was the point. The guy just made the point. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's 12 minutes in front of 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and Hammer is in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, and I want to piggyback off a conversation you guys had last segment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were talking about the Taylor Swift fake photos that are out there, and mm -hmm. now, because those photos were created... Everybody's losing their mind, yes. right? You've got Elon Musk involved. Task force are being set up for AI deep fakes. Like, one of the photos that was released was Oscar the Grouch <laughs> having relations with Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, is it distasteful? Sure. But I don't think anybody thought that Oscar the Grouch was doing that. I don't think anybody really thought Taylor Swift was nude in the middle of a Sesame football Street. game uh, having relations with all of the Chiefs fans. Mm -hmm. There are real things that are on social media that are problems, right? right? Human trafficking, sex trafficking, harassment, bullying. But this is what captures Elon Musk's attention well, here? Well, but we, we spent much of the hour talking about this, how these guys down at the state house now, because they're mad that people like us have made funny AI things that people enjoy and chuckle at, which are spoofs on their own ridiculous behavior. They're not mad about their own behavior. They're mad that someone is clearly having fun at the expense of their behavior because you're screwing us. Now they're going to put a craft a law to try to put me in jail if I do another Duke of Spendingburg AI meme. Right. The AI uh, Bidens and Tuckers and, you know, things that we do in the afternoon. There's a bill at the national level like that was in the house they were supposed to be working on with that. And it was so poorly written that if it got through, which there was no way it was going to, it would basically eliminate Saturday Night Live, South Park, any of the late night shows, mm -hmm. anybody that does a parody of a politician. Now, this bill will pass because these Republicans, it's already passed the House, and then these Republicans in the Senate are so self-absorbed, they will do that. They will they will pass it. Holcomb will sign it. And then it'll, it'll end up in court. ACLU is going to sue him immediately. I hope, though, someone tries to throw a, uh, whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony or whatever. The, I think maybe the moment that bill passes mm -hmm. out of celebration, we'll just, I'll just have my wife make a bunch more of those AI memes. I dare 
a prosecutor to go, yeah, we're filing charges against Rob Kendall. Why? Because he did a funny Todd Young AI meme. Well, if it's a Marion County prosecutor, he'll throw the book at you and let everybody through bricks through windows <laughs> off with a light slap on the backside. This is what this is what our lawmakers are wasting their time on. You're right. This is what our lawmakers are wasting their time on. This is what social media media companies like like X, Twitter, whatever it's called now, are wasting their time on. You're right. We still don't know who went to Epstein Island. Right. There's a list that exists. It's real. It's sealed up. But we're worried about Oscar the Grouch having relations with Taylor Swift. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. What the hell? So Elon said that he's going to hire 100 full-time staffers, and these are going to be content moderators. Oh, okay. And their their purpose (laughs) is to crack down on child sexual exploitation. And that does come in the wake of the AI photos of Taylor Swift. So I'm thinking- But she's not a a child. No, she's not a child. But I'm thinking that it was because of the pictures of her that spurred- Elon Musk to step up and say, "Okay, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have this anymore." On so this, this is all a bunch of word salad that he's trying to get his child sex thing tied into Taylor Swift somehow yeah. because everybody wants to talk about Taylor Swift right now. She's the biggest star in the world. Her tour has raised a billion damn dollars. She's dating a guy going to the Super Bowl. She's all over the place. Child sex has nothing to do right. with Taylor Swift at all, and he can put out this long list of whatever he wants to do, but it's all word salad at this point. If you want to have child sex legislation or some sort of rules of engagement on social media, do that, but don't tie in Taylor Swift. Yeah. What are you doing? And you know, like with our t-shirts that we sell at store.hammerandnigel.com, my I hate and I love Rob Kendall shirts, my proceeds go to Project Rescue, which are legitimate people who legitimately help people who are victims. Victims of of sex trafficking all over the world. It's a really serious thing, and you're right. For everybody to have lost their mind to this level over Oscar the Grouch and Taylor Swift, when it, it isn't even a good AI, it doesn't even look anything like her. No, it doesn't right. look like her. It's just it's so demeaning to the people who are actually victims of this really horrific thing. And those people aren't going to be spending their time on child sex sex trafficking on X. They're going to be spending their time when the, the Taylor Brigade uh, gets up in arms over something. That's the sort of thing they're going to spend their time on. And the brigade is strong. Like You can't even make a joke about Taylor Swift without... Now, some grown-ass man rushing in to defend her, like the way Chris Christie did uh, at that one debate with Nikki Haley. Like, you make a joke about Taylor Swift on social media now, just a joke. There's going to be some dude, you've got a daughter that looks up to Taylor Swift. I mean, we've all seen that yeah. crap, yep. right? And, and yep. isn't, it, isn't it crazy, Hammer, the amount of people in sports media, and they're here in this city too, who are just losing their minds over people who are legitimately football fans like us who watch all the games going, this is kind of exhausting to see her all the time. I'd like to see the game on the field and not see her anymore. Just like, you know, we don't see any other fans throughout the rest of the game. And they're just so upset at us for saying, I'd like to just stay focused on the football. Thanks. Listen, I'm equal opportunity. I like to make fun of everybody. And Taylor Swift falls into that category. I make fun of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, we make fun of each other because that's what dudes do, right? And Casey, I put you in that category. Mm-hmm. You're one of the guys here. Uh, we rip on each other. That's what dudes do. But some people can't take a joke. And like these grown ass men that are rushing in to defend Taylor Swift because it, 
They think it makes them look super progressive. Yeah, you're like, right. That's what it, it's totally what it is. Is they're doing this because they think they're occurring favor. First of all, with their her huge audience, like any of the Taylor Swift audiences watching sports talk or reading sports columns in the newspaper or you know whatever else. But you're right. They feel like, hey, I'm a part uh, entrenching myself further in the club if I defend this, which is stupid. She has nothing to do with the game. And it's not we, even that big of a deal. It's not. But people are laughing about it. But some people can't take a joke. And as I said on social media today, the thing that's really the most disappointing aspect of this whole thing, we're focusing on Taylor Swift. But the real story <laughs> is how awful the Mahomes family is. Yeah. Like, could we take a break from talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to talk about what a crap bag Jackson Mahomes is? And for that matter, Brittany Mahomes. Well, and... and- his old man was very unimpressive in the interviews I've seen him do recently. I thought, you know, pro athlete, former major league pitcher. Do you remember him on the Cubs? I, Were you expecting him to be impressive, <laughs> Rob? I remember big free agent signing Pat Mahomes on the Cubs, and impressed was not the word that I would use. I was like, man, your your kid is the best football player in the world, and this is like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, when Peyton Manning was the best player in the world, and Archie Manning would do an interview, you'd go, yeah. That's what I expect from a former pro athlete who's clearly molded his son into sons, plural, into great athletes. Uh, Oliver Luck, Andrew Luck's father. Right. And it's like, you see this guy, and it's like, yikes. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, I like Patrick Mahomes. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. You know, he says the right things. He's competitive. He's the best player in the world. But his wife thinks... She's a bigger star than yeah, Taylor Swift. She, does. she thinks she is a bigger star than Taylor. She's always getting mouthy on social media, ripping the officials, which is laughable because nobody gets more calls than Patrick Mahomes does. <laughs> and then Jackson Mahomes, you go down the laundry list of things that that nerd has done. Like, at what point does Patrick just look at both of them and go, Stop. Cut the crap. Yeah. yeah. Knock it off. Oh, uh, real quick. We do have to brag. We got our bet right last night. We did. Gave it out on the air yesterday under 160 for the Hoosiers and the Hawkeyes. And, uh, Rare Hoosier win. Yeah. No, last I mean, night. and really, other than the fear of overtime, not even close, we had that thing wrapped up with nine minutes to go. Yeah. And the Pacers got beat last night, but no moral wins, right? No participation trophies, but. No Benedict Matherin, no T.J. McConnell, and a minutes restriction on Halliburton. And they gave the Celtics all they wanted. Can you imagine if, like, in our job, they had minutes restrictions? Like, Rob's done two and a half hours today. He's going to have some due to load management. We're going to need uh, Kevin to take over. Kevin's coming out of the pen. (laughs) Load management. Uh, What's coming up this afternoon? Uh, Tony Kennett will join us. We'll have the biggest stories of the day, and we will have a good time giving away concert tickets in the first hour of the show. We start at 305. Fantastic. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.